What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Linz. Thanks, George. So uh, we've been talking a little bit about Shohei Otani with mm. free agency starting is last week. Is this the story about the Braves becoming uh, like in the mix here or no? No, but we can get I read into that, that if you'd like today. to. Well, I'm this... just saying I, I somebody texted me today and then I saw like a link to a story where the Braves could be the all of a sudden in this mix. Well, it's no question that everybody wants them on their team, but I feel like the Dodgers, I think that's where he's headed. But anyway. If wow. he goes to Atlanta, that would be a huge upset. Oh, that'd be crazy. Well, I don't think Really, he if he goes anywhere, it's going to be a huge upset no, because all I, I, Dodger I fans I, are no, so confident no, no, that I, he's going to the Dodgers. Well, I, I think that if you look at like the teams that people, the betting odds, and even some of the pundits, right? Like The Dodgers are clearly the team that gets mentioned the most, but I think the Giants have been in that conversation. The Mariners, the Cubs um, have been in that conversation. Um, and then the New York teams get a little bit of chatter, but... But generally, it's been the Dodgers, Giants, Cubs, and Mariners. I had not heard anything about Atlanta until no, today. me neither. But. Well, if he wants to win, I mean, Atlanta is a consistent winner. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers are a consistent winner, too. No, no well, question about well, it. until you get to the playoffs. Well, well but Atlanta right. didn't win every year either. I know, I know. No, I know. but I mean, listen, if you're Shohei Otani and you look at the Dodgers and you go, well, they win every year, so they, they put you in a position to possibly win a World Series right. practically every year, mm-hmm. or at least well, they have over the last you know 10 or whatever it's been. As the future of show, Shohei Otani continues to unfold, yeah. if he does end up with the Dodgers, you might want to check out the new documentary on him that is coming out this Friday on ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Yes. So I did hear a couple weeks ago that there Gabby, was a documentary. Gabby, do you have your login for that yeah. or no? Yeah, do you No, need I'm it? actually, um, I'll tell you guys, I haven't used Disney Plus in so long that it was on my phone and it was like seven ninety nine a month or whatever, so I canceled it, thinking that there's, isn't there some kind of a ESPN, a Disney, Hulu yep. bundle I can get? Yeah, you Correct. have like an employee thing you mm-hmm. can use. Yeah. It's actually right. free. Okay, well that's why I canceled the, the Disney bundle. Plus. I can't figure that out, Cap, so I'm with you on that yeah, one. thanks. But if anybody can figure it's it out, let me know. I gotta figure it out. Mine's free. Okay. Mine's free. And you know I'm gonna use it to watch the uh, Shohei Otani documentary, and it is called Shohei Otani Beyond the Dream. Uh, like I said, it comes out on Friday on Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Um, it is directed and edited by Toru Tokikawa, and it features Otani's first in-depth interviews because we haven't like really heard a whole lot from him mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. So um, they said that this documentary documentary provides an introspective look into Otani's illustrious career from his humble beginnings in rural Japan to his journey of becoming a two-way player, the start of his pro career. Um, and the much-anticipated transition to MLB with the Angels. So I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I'll check it out. Especially since it's, you know, part of the family, ESPN. Well, I gotta, somebody's going to have to help me out here with the ESPN Plus Lindsay, Disney bundle. Lindsay, got you. We've got a whole list of things to tackle, you know? Yeah, I mean, happy God, you really are so high-maintenance, man. I remember when we were talking Holy about moly. Concur the other day, and George is like, all right, I'm going to leave now <laughs> while you teach him how to use Concur. Yeah. <laughs> Also, can God. you help me figure out how to get my Disney tickets so I can go for Christmas Eve again? Yes, again? Year? Like you still, I thought you you figured that out already. Yeah, no, well, it was Lindsay no. who did it last oh year. My we'll, God. we'll do that and the bundle at the same time, okay? I think Laura may have helped in that, too. Yeah. Why don't you come to Hawaii with me if I do the Hawaii Bowl? When's that? I think it's December 23rd. Uh, open to consideration. San Diego State might be there. No, San Diego State will definitely not be there. <laughs> 
And neither will UCLA. <laughs> well, you know, I was only saying that because that's the only Mountain West team I know off the top of my head. Well, them in Fresno State. Can How about I be Boise your spotter State? for that game? Oh, yeah, that's right, Boise, yeah. Can I be your spotter for that game? <laughs> you can't be a spotter um, because you're already an employee oh, of the company. Oh, dang it. In a different place. Unless you want to quit this job to just be the I'm spotter. I'm going like, to email someone and be like, hey, can I shadow George Sedano? <laughs> yeah, because remember, Beto was my spotter. And then yeah. when he started working here uh, more regularly, then he couldn't spot me anymore. Yeah. Hmm. So... Uh, I'll figure it out. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Is San Diego State that bad this year, Cappy? I didn't even look at it. In fact, they're so bad. They're so bad. They got two games to go. Oh, the American Tulane. I may get your squad. That'd be cool. Um, They're so bad that their coach, who I've known for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, he, uh, he quote unquote retired today with two games remaining. Wow. But in reality, they've. Must have gone out and raised the money to buy him out. This is not like Jimbo Fisher at Texas A and M, where you seventy six million, bro. Dude, is that unbelievable? And he, and by the way, no offset language. Is so that it means not, he could take another job and keep the seventy six million. Yeah, but I mean, listen, if somebody gives me seventy six million dollars to go away, I'm like, I'm good. I, yeah. I think now's the time for me San to retire. San Diego State is three and seven this year. Yeah, and wow. they and their buyout for the coach was five million. Yeah, so not a lot of money. I mean, at least in the the big scheme of things, but for them, it is. And um, he'll coach the last two games, and then he'll be done. Yeah, so I will get, um, I think, the number two Mountain West team, or maybe the one or two, I don't know. So it's either going to be Air Force or UNLV, and then whoever is in the American, oh, I think UNLV's the number good? two team in the American. So, Hey, um, you know, just by the way, since we're talking about this, the first name that came up, at least for that San Diego State job, was Cliff Kingsbury. And I'm like, oh, really? You think Cliff Kingsbury, a guy who's coaching the well, NFL, he's got a Texas. The te- he's on the Texas A and M list. <laughs> well, I would put him on everybody's list. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, the number of Heisman Trophy guys that he's had, and the offense that he runs. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury would be a guy that I'd be looking at for sure. Mm. No question about it. In college, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not suggesting he's an NFL coach. I'm mm. just saying that that going back to college and getting a head coaching job in college is where Cliff Kingsbury belongs, in my opinion. And um, I know I'd, I'd want to sh- take a shot on a guy like that. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk USC and UCLA. Okay. Um, USC, I-, I just don't know, like, what are the levels of disappointment here now at this point? Because you, to your point, they were 15-point underdogs against Oregon. So we kind of knew that would be the case potentially. They covered. They did cover the spread, yes. <laughs> um, but now they were playing UCLA. And both teams, I mean, UCLA – had a really bad loss this week against Arizona State. And I like Kenny Dillingham, their head coach. He was um, previously at Oregon. And he, I, I think that the Arizona State, look, I think Arizona and Arizona State, Jed Fish has got a good program going there right now this year. Like, their Arizona's in the top 25 now, too. But I think both those schools, like, you should be able to recruit there and have decent programs there. Should be able to. I mean, yeah. Arizona State has got amazing facilities. Yeah, and good players there. And they've got, you know, great weather. <laughs> Right, and they've got a beautiful campus. And I'll tell you right now, if you're a basketball player or football player, they got hot chicks. I mean, I'm telling you, man, it's it's Arizona State's a great place to go to school, and, but and good athletes locally there too in Arizona. Yeah, pretty good. Not like Southern California. No, but, but it's still good. Yeah. But, but like, George, let me tell you something. I don't know if you were watching the Arizona State UCLA game on Saturday. I, I will. I did not. I, I will tell you. I, I did saw not the highlights either. afterwards. I did not. I did not watch the game either. But but just the final result. Arizona State is a. Two and seven football team coming in. Yeah, it's a bad loss. Arizona, uh, UCLA is has been ranked as the season has gone on, and um, 
there's been sort of a feeling, at least a few weeks ago, like, wow, UCLA's kind of coming on. Like, things are starting to We talked to a lot out. about them last week, actually. To lose at home to Arizona State and only score seven points, and it, becoming, and it came in the fourth quarter, that is a, an embarrassing loss for UCLA. Yeah, I would agree. It, this year, that is a bad loss for them. I don't think there's any question. And uh, then what happens on a bad loss like that, George, mm-hmm. is you got a guy like Plaschke right. who then runs right to his, uh, his keyboard yeah. and types out a column, UCLA isn't going anywhere when it moves with Chip Kelly as their coach. Right, and by the way, not only him, our own Travis Rogers had a similar take today. Do you want to hear what Travis said today? Sure, I would love to. Let's hear what T. Raj said. Chip Kelly's got to go, right? The Chip, the Chip Kelly experiment, which when they hired him, felt like the right guy. That he's you know this, that, and the other thing. He's got a pedigree at Oregon. Fact of the matter is, since Chip Kelly left Oregon, his teams have been bad. They were bad in San Francisco. They were bad in Philadelphia, and they're not very good here at UCLA. They're just they're just not good. You and we can he's thirty three and thirty three. They lost to a sixteen and a half point underdog by ten points. They've never won a bowl game with Chip Kelly. They're three and four in the Pac twelve this year, despite not playing the two best teams in the league in Oregon and Washington. That they haven't won the league in thirty years. Wow. Which is which is remarkable. <laughs> if you said, Hey, listen, Deion Sanders is coming to UCLA. Let's go. Deion Sanders could go four and let's say they lose the last two. Four and eight. They hired Deion Sanders. I'd be jumping up and down. Excellent contribution by Slee there, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, here's what I would say. It's a great rant by Travis. It is a great rant. And the way you even started it, I mean, you know, it was fantastic. I mean, rack him, seriously. But here's what I would push back on. Okay. Um, let me just tell you the team. Now, we've we have established there was a bad loss against Arizona State, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So their losses this season, they lost to Utah. Are they better than Utah? Nope. Right. Uh, Oregon State, are they better than Oregon State? Nope. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, a top 25 team. They're number 21 in the country right now. They're basically the same team, okay, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, at So, I mean, you can make the case. I don't think that's a bad loss. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, I think it's people are down on the Arizona program because it has been so bad but for so long. But they're good right now. <laughs> but this year in the conference, they're 5-2. and two. Correct. They're good this year. And Arizona State, terrible loss. No question about it. So, like, they have one bad loss. The other ones are like, okay. Yeah, but but George, Travis makes a compelling case, not just for this season. He makes the case that they've not won a bowl game. Okay, so let me, let, me a, let me address the rest of that. Okay, go ahead. So Chip Kelly is on pace to win his third straight uh, winning season. It, mm-hmm. He's on pace for his third straight winning season. Do you want to know... The like, do you want to know the coaches that have done that at UCLA? Oh my God, are you going to wind up going back to no, like, no? I'm not even going to go back that. I'm not even going to go back. And... Okay, wait. I I will. Just, there's two right off the top of my head. Okay, mm-hmm. Jim Mora. Okay. Okay. You know the first set few years. Okay, mm-hmm. when he took over for New Heisel. All right. He had three straight winning seasons. As a matter of fact, he might have had four actually. I'm, I'm going to look it up here real quick. Yes, he did. He had four, okay. but then it was disaster after that. Okay, mm-hmm. and then before that. You have to go all the way back to Terry Donahue and not the end of Terry Donahue's mm-hmm. run, okay, to have three yeah. straight winning seasons. You have to go back to like 87, 88, something like that okay. in that range, okay? okay? So it's not like UCLA football, even when they were the number two team in the country and had Cade McNown and lost on that game that had to replay or play at the end of the year because of the hurricane against the Hurricanes. Like, they've never had 
a ton of success year after year after year. So Chip Kelly takes over a bad team from Jim Mora. By the way, the interim coach when Jim Mora was fired was Jed Fish, interestingly enough, coincidentally. Okay. How about that? And so Chip Kelly takes over a bad team and has to reboot the program. You know, play with guys that aren't his guys, reboot the program at a program that, again, football is not the priority historically, correct? Yeah, I mean, UCLA is a basketball school. Correct. So it took him a few years, but the last three years, now, if anything, this year he's he's a victim of his own expectations because they've had back to back um, pretty good seasons. You know what I mean? So I, I think that that's just it. But he has a young quarterback, a freshman, who is going to eventually play more regularly. I'm assuming next year he will be the full-time starter, who's a five-star quarterback. There's not a lot of – people – like, it's funny. They, that that word or phrase, five-star, gets thrown around a lot. You know there's really not that many five-star prospects year to year. You know that, right? Like, you know that because your son played college football. The, the thing is, is that, you know, this kid quarterback, the, the freshman, the true freshman, he had these three games where he threw pick sixes in a row. Right. And it was time to give somebody else a chance. Because they have other guys who are competent and can right. play. And this kid's not, you know, listen, I say not going anywhere, but you never know with, with all the transfer portal, like, hey, I didn't like the fact that I got benched and now I'm going to leave and go somewhere okay, else. Okay, but let's just, make, let's just make the case he stays. Okay. He's going to be good. <laughs> like, yeah, but is you, he, you saw flashes in his time when he played that you're like, he made throws that I was like, whoa. Okay. So what are you saying? Are you saying that, that the, the commentary... That I think it's, that, it, it's, it's a little... <laughs> It's a little overreact. Well, here's here's to say why. that you need to get rid of Chip Kelly wow. when he's actually when he's actually had a couple of winning seasons. Okay, and a program that doesn't really hasn't had a lot of great history right. with L- football, me, which he alluded to. L- let me say this: Chip you, Kelly has made UCLA's football program in the last few years respectable. Correct. That's it. It's just yeah. respectable. It's it's not it's not contending for a conference title it's not potentially going to play in the playoff it doesn't have a Heisman trophy winner and here's the thing ask yourself this if you're a UCLA football fan what do you expect from UCLA football do you want you see you think UCLA is going to go compete with Michigan and Penn State and and Ohio State I mean is that what your expectation is and if it is then yeah chances are it's probably time as they move to a new conference to go find the next head coach but here's the next question who? Yes. Like, who do you look right. at and go, like, just because when, when Travis brings on brings up Deion Sanders, listen, if you told me today that UCLA could get Coach Prime away from Colorado, I'd say, do that. But guess what? They're not. I bet you they can't. No. I bet you UCLA's not thinking, hey, you know what? I'd like to pay a head football coach $10 million a year. Don't think they are. So my question to everybody is, and I, and I actually hate when people do this, but I'm going to have to actually break it out. Who do you think is is a, a coach, a name, that could immediately walk into UCLA and have that Lincoln-Riley impact that he had on USC in his first year? Who could do that? I'm just asking. Nobody. Does anybody know? There's nobody. That Nobody that's attainable. I, I mean, listen, if you want to go hire Michael Irvin as your head football coach because you see what Deion Sanders did at Colorado, go do it. Try it out. See what happens. But if you... UCLA is a middle of the road program in their own conference. And if you want them and to by the elevate, way, this year the conference was great. Right. But if you want them to elevate to top level, then you better go find the right coach. But I can't I couldn't even give you a name right now. Like you know what? They hire this guy. They're gonna have that well, Deion Sanders but, effect. But, and by the way, the Deion Sanders effect, George, you know that Colorado's now four and six. Right. They're also not right that right. good. Yeah. You know, they were we, exciting. Yeah. 
I mean, listen, I'm not saying Chip Kelly's a great coach. I'm but, not I'm not fighting to say, hey, keep him. I'm just saying give me the alternatives. Well, I again I think he he had the program finally in the right headed in the right direction, and then they had a setback at quarterback because they didn't have they had a guy that was too young, although showed some flashes at times, and guys who to your point were competent. And you can't win it in, in what I think might be the best conference in the sport this year with just competent quarterback play. So I I think he's clearly building something there. Building what? Building's a program that's to your point respectable, right? But it's not championship caliber. Okay, so, but right, but but so here's the question, right? But are but you who, good with who, res- who? But he at least has the resume of a guy who's been to a championship game, Listen, right? Uh, yes, but but who, what do you want, UCLA? That's the question. Do you right. want to have a nice, respectable program? If you do, Chip Kelly's a very solid college football coach, right? And I would say more if you than want that, a championship caliber yeah, I, team. I, I think he's you're not under. Your coach. I think you're underselling him even. Because this notion, oh, the Eagles and the Niners. I mean, the Eagles were pretty good those first couple of years he was there. Let's not let's not get it twisted. Okay? Well, I don't I don't really remember exactly what his records were. I mean, the Eagles last coach. year was a complete disaster. Yeah, I just again UCLA. Ask yourself what you want. That's all. If you want a respectable program, he can run a respectable program. If you want a championship caliber program, you either are patient with Chip Kelly or you go find the next Deion Sanders. Right? Who is he? But you have an identity at least with Chip Kelly. What is that? What do you mean, what is that? What is the identity? The identity is he's trying to get... Well, first of all, they have a defensive identity that they haven't had there in God knows how long. Okay, let's yeah, start have a good with, defense. Okay, l- I'll buy that. Let's start with that part of the equation. Yeah, I'll buy that. But offensively, they he's always going to be one of the more innovative guys. I mean, again, they don't get the athletes that we're talking about with these top-tier programs on a regular basis. The fact... they've got That's the first five-star quarterback they've ever had. This kid, Dante Moore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we could say he's 33 and 33. He's 79 and 39 overall, though, as a college coach. So Yeah, I mean, listen, again, UCLA is a middle-of-the-road, mediocre football program. If you would like to be patient and give it a shot, you know what you've got at coach. You know what his resume is. You know what he's accomplished. But if you think that there is some answer guy out there, that there's the next Deion Sanders, I just remind That's everybody. That's not there. Deion Sanders is 4-6. and six. I was as into Coach Prime as anybody at the beginning of the year. They're four and six. They're not good. They were a great story. They're not a good team. Correct. So, yeah, I, I just I, I don't know what the the option is. Somebody tell me who the next Coach Prime is and then go hire him. If you can't find him, I think you're probably better off staying with what you got. I agree. And, by the way, let's see now that he's got the quarterback like that, that we think can be Elite. Let's see what that looks like. Because as you both, as we both know, that changes a lot when you have a guy like that. Yeah, but who knows if that ever really happens? You know what I mean? Like all these guys who have these five star ratings. You know, all of a sudden no, I, one year they're it, at Notre Dame, he, the next year they're somewhere else. You know, it's possible. But if he stays, he's the best quarterback prospect they've ever had there. Fair enough. All right, coming up next, Cappy. I don't know what we're doing because <laughs> we really mangled the clock on this one. <laughs> But it may be big deal or no deal. Maybe it's some NFL talk. But I will tell you this. The one thing I do know, Cappy, NextGen is the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. That's right. NextGen is the absolute best in the biz. Has thousands of five-star reviews online to prove it. Check it out for yourself. Ishmael, their CEO. I mean, this dude's story. He's one of us, dude. He is 
born and raised, just like you listening right now here in Southern California. Anaheim, born and raised, started off as a tech, now is the owner of his own spot. Okay? Next Gen. Next Gen has 10 locations across the Southland. So whether you're in the IE, whether you're in the desert, whether you're in L.A. County, Orange County, they got you covered with over 400 trucks. They can get to you quick. That's why NextGen is the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. And right now you get a 28-point full heat and AC safety inspection and tune up for 44 bucks through the end of November. Never seen before pricing. That's right, 44 bucks to ensure your system stays running strong all year long. You got a drain problem? How about a drain cleaning and camera inspection for only 44 bucks? Call 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N. And say goodbye to your AC heating and plumbing problems. So if you got any issues, call them. 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N. Or visit them online to schedule your appointment at nextgen, excuse me, nextgenairandplumbing.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So this song goes out to Mr. Sedano. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Well, because you're the one that had the bright idea of putting together the circle. And shout out to them and Hooper's ex, who, you know, all showed up for the Laker game last night. I know Lindsay was at the suite, so was Chris. And I just wanted to give him a shout out. But nice. it doesn't start if you don't put it together. So, you know, it goes to you first. Yeah, George, I got to give you all the credit on that, man. When you first uh, hit us up with, hey, we're going to build a community on Twitter, I was like, I don't know what a community on Twitter means. What is that? And I think that's when they had just kind of come out with that feature. Yeah, it was just like, it was new. Remember at the beginning, there were people that couldn't even access it. Yeah, and it, it is turned into, and, and it was your bright idea, so I give you all the credit. It is turned into a family. It has gone from, hey, I uh, engage with this radio show and think they're a bunch of idiots, and I tell them that on Twitter, to when are we getting together next? I mean, you guys got to understand something. One listener bought the suite last night and then told all the other listeners, hey, I did this so we could all hang out. And all you have to do is like buy a ticket from me. He wasn't like upselling. He wasn't charging them more. He wasn't making money with right. this. It was just a way to be communal. Yeah. And even just remember, last Sunday, you had David One Hundred. You had you had Crypto Ray. You had Casper Via, and you had others that drove all the way down to South 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 San Diego to hang out with a bunch of the the people from the Cappy Cast mm-hmm. that normally go north to hang out. Right. So this has turned into a. It's not just a community now and you guys can check me on this 
it's turned into a family. Yes. Because on Friday night, after we got off the air at Black Gold, it was Casper Villa, and it was Crypto Ray, and it was uh, uh, you know Omar Lopez, and I'm going to forget who else was there. Um, and, and and it was you know it was Beto's 1099. There there were so many guys that just wanted to hang out, drink a beer, just chill, and that's what this whole thing has turned into. So. Shout out to everybody, man. The circle of trust is in fuego. Lindsay, how was it last night? Were you there for a while? Yeah, I'm by there. It was a good time. How long were you there? Did you, did you go the whole know. time? It's not like I like like sat there and looked at my watch. Oh, because earlier you told me you were there for ten minutes. No, I didn't. I never said that. Yes, you did. I stopped by. I mean, I was not. I left the game at, after like I don't know, probably the third quarter. Mm-hmm. It was late. She was hanging out, Gabby. She was hanging out. She told me I was there like 10 We were talking about Frito Paws quite a bit. She's really trying to convince Christian to smell his Frenchie's Paws. He's like, no, not not having it. I said, smell them them things. Go on TikTok (laughs) and just type in, or even Instagram, whatever, and type in Frito Paws. And it's a thing. There's thousands of videos Mm -hmm. of people smelling their dog's paws, talking about how they love the smell of their dog's Frito Paws. She really was going hard for this for the entire time. Because Christian was like, no, that's weird. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, who doesn't like to snuggle their dog and smell their paws? Let me ask you this. How many people let their dogs lick their face? Exactly. I mean, isn't that weirder I mean, than I, smelling I, I, a dog's I get it. paws? Everybody, to each their own. So, but I'm just saying she was there. We were interacting. And one thing that some people were mentioning on, you know, on, on the community was how many like couples and family members because Beto's 1099 brought his son for the first yeah, time. That was cool. So, you know, so that was cool. And then other people brought their significant other. It's like, yo, this is where I spend my time sometimes. I just want you to know these are the people that I'm hanging out with. So I thought that well, was cool. the, the nicest part for me that I, I really like because I, I would I got FOMO last night that I wasn't there. But um, Cabby. Say again? Should have came. I would have loved to. No, but I know. You guys are I get it, like trust me, I get it. Like Sedano was tired. You're you guys were flying, so like I, we totally get it. Yeah, no, the, but here's my point. You don't even need us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't need me and George. Frankly, they didn't need you or, or Lindsay or Chris. No, they didn't. My, my point is is that this community has decided it wants to be together with us or without us. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know they, what I'm saying? They, they really were like, y'all can go, but we don't need you. And right. big shout out to uh, to Kraft, too, for like fitting all of us together last minute. That was pretty cool of them. Who who did what? Kraft. Uh, Craft by Smoke and Fire, the restaurant we went to. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, that's cool. It was awesome, man. I mean, I was following it all night on uh, on Twitter. I really was. I was like, gosh, I'm 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 getting FOMO. I wish I was there. The pictures were awesome, and uh, and I just love that everybody has taken this upon themselves to go do their own thing. Like this was not a station promotion. We didn't give out the suite that night and go, hey, we're inviting 15 listeners to come on by. They did this themselves. I love it, man. It's cool. Really cool. You love it? I do. Shout out to Hooper for putting it all together. He did put it all together, man. I'll give that guy a ton of credit. Although Laura seemed to have a lot going on in the background. She had something cooking here with all this, too. She helped out a lot from what I can gather. No, I I was asked if I wanted to go, and I was like, I'm going to see, because I worked that day at 4 a.m. So I was like, look, let me see if I can, you know, actually go to the game. And then they were like, yo, where can we grab a bite to eat? I know you guys were talking about drinks at Nixo. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, go get drinks. I want food, though, because if not, your girl's going to be twisted. So that's how um, I was like, I'm going to go grab a bite there. And then everybody's like, yo, the fi- the food looks fire. Everybody's just grubbed. Like, who, uh, just grubbed. Who had a better hair night last night? You or the boo? 
Oh, definitely. I don't know. We both had really bad hair days. Oh, you had bad hair days? Yeah, I, I had my hair in a bun. Today I have hat hair and I forgot my hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, he didn't feel like doing his hair yesterday. So How I, about the boo? Yeah. Did he smell delicious? Okay, everyone. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he always does. I don't know. Okay. I don't think people were smelling him, Cap. That's kind of weird. Did he dance at all? No, we we're just chilling. Okay. Well, he can. the guy can move. Trust me, I know. But Trust. We're just chilling. Trust. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Bazan has taken a shot at us, Cappy, on the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. Speaking what kind of, of shot? Circle of Trust. So Sedano and Cap have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to UCLA football. 33 and 33 is a respectable program, question mark. Also, Josh Rosen was a five-star at high school, to which I responded to him. Uh, well, I misspoke then. However, this is true. Dante is the highest-rated QB in UCLA history. That's okay. based... By the way, that's their release, not mine. Okay? okay. And also... We told you, he's likely going to be one of three coaches in the last 50 years of UCLA football to have had three straight winning seasons. By the way, I don't, I'm not impressed by that, but, but my point is, is that when I say respectable, you're running a solid program. It's not a championship caliber and, program. And by the way, yes, he took over a, you got to listen to the, the details. He took over a bad program, a bad program. That's the reality. They were a bad program. Jim Mora's last few years were terrible, okay? And he then had to reboot the program, start all over again, get rid of guys, start his own guys. He lost a bunch of guys to the portal. First couple years were rough. The last three? The the previous two have been good by UCLA standards. I would say even potentially great by UCLA standards. With their football well, then history. Then their standards are horrible. I mean, that's Their standards thing. are not, but it's their standards for football are not what they are for basketball. Right, but what this guy is saying, though, is that, hey, if you think 33 and 33 is respectable, you guys are out of your minds. Here's what I would say back to the guy. Brother, what do you think UCLA football is? Correct. Don't, don't have Laker expectations. Don't have Dodger expectations. Don't have USC expectations. And exactly right. Don't have USC expectations. By the way, those expectations, you can have them? For Mick Cronin's squad. If you think 33 and 33 has not gotten the job done, then guess what? Go figure out whatever it it takes to buy Chip Kelly out, but all I ask you to do is do me one favor. Find whoever you think can can bring that Deion Sanders effect, and I I caution it with Colorado's only four and six, but who can spike the interest in the program to make kids around the country go, I want to play for that guy? Because I don't think kids around the country go, I got to go play for Chip Kelly. Oh, yeah, you do, because he was great at Oregon 15 years ago. So nobody cares. But but who's the next hot guy that could turn UCLA from middle of the road to championship caliber? Just let me know, dude. Whatever that guy's name is, George. I'm talking directly to him. Bazan. Yeah, hey, Bazan. Jack Bazan. Who's the guy? Jack. Who is it? Yeah, Who, Jack. Who's the next guy? You, you're going you're gonna to tell me Rick Neuheisel again? You're going to tell me another UCLA guy, Carl Durrell? I mean, come on. Who is it? Because I don't know who it is. I'm, I'm relying on your expertise. The answer is nobody at the moment. Unless you're going to start with, again, look, Arizona State did it, right? They We just beat them. They went and took a hot OC in Kenny Dillingham, and they replaced Herm Edwards with him, and they're like, Kenny, we're going to give you a couple years to figure it out. Are you willing to reboot that way? By the way, with not any guarantee of success. Yeah, I mean, the Herm Edwards thing, just as a side note, people are like, oh, well, hey, Herm Edwards, you know, that's a guy, he can run this program like a CEO, and everybody knows him and everybody loves him because of his, his ESPN cachet. How'd that work out? So, yeah, I would say less about the 33 and 33 
But I would say look at, I don't know, 23 and 12, the last three. Yeah, look, UCLA football, if you want championship caliber football, especially as you move into a new conference, it's a better conference probably, a more physical conference, find your guy. And then and then tell everybody who it is. But, I mean, Plaschke wants him fired. Travis wants him fired. I really don't care. Fire him or don't fire him. Because all I think is you're a mediocre program. That's all you are. If you want to be a championship caliber program, then take it to the next level. Is he the right guy? Probably not. Don't think so. But who is? I'd rather stay with consistency. I'd rather build with consistency. Yeah. So. Well, listen, the hi- the history of UCLA football, mm-hmm. you want to guess the winning percentage? The history, the entire history. Of the entire program for 100 plus years? Yes. Tell me they're a 500 program. 58%. Do you want to know what Chip Kelly's winning percentage is the last three now that he's gotten it, you know, at least stable? Tell me. 66%. Why, why do you feel the need to defend Chip Kelly? I, because I feel like UCLA fan, to your point, doesn't realize that they have not been good for a long time. And now they're at least, to your point, respectable. And yes, we can look at 33 and 33, but I, again, the first few years of most coaches when they take over a bad program, they're not going to be good. They're going to be terrible. So, But look at the more recent play. You're a victim of your of his own success from a bad with a bad program at this well, point. If they want the Lincoln Riley effect, go find the next Lincoln Riley. Where is he? Who is he? By the way, how's Lincoln Riley faring this year? Yeah, and, and listen, you want to spend ten million a year on a coach? I wouldn't want to. I mean, you're gonna find yourself in the same situation Texas A and M. Well, and I don't know if UCLA can spend ten million on a coach. Dude, this was a this was an athletic department that was millions and millions and millions of dollars in debt, which is why they decided they wanted to leave the conference in the first place. Correct. But you and I don't know what we're talking about. Well, we don't. But that being said, yeah. hey, UCLA fan, get realistic, will you? Come on. Stop acting like this is a, the 30-game oh, winning streak. Are you telling them to check themselves? You know, check themselves would have been a good phrase better than just, you know, get realistic. Yeah. What's that guy's name? Jack Bazan. Hey, Jack Bazan, check yourself, bro. <laughs> All right, we got a break, bro. We've just given up here in the 6 o'clock hour. I you don't know. so much for the short segment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I said five. It's been nine. I know, but you told us in the first hour that you were hurting today because of the lack of sleep. Over the, and the first two hours, you were on fire. The last hour, we I think, you know, you've just been like, whatever, I don't care. No, it's not whatever, I don't care. We've been... I disagree. He's very passionate right? about this specific topic. And we were and passionate we're about way the, over the, break. the first said, topic, too, in the first, whatever we did in the six o'clock. I mean about hour. the clock. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah. Well, then, whatever. You don't have to defend him, Lindsay. He's a big boy. He's, he, he's good. You know what I can tell you, though, about oh, my friends at LAX, my home away from home? Tell me. At LAX, changes arriving daily to help transform the travel experience. Cappy, I'm headed there again this week. Another weekend of college football. The LAX economy parking structure now open with thousands of smart parking spaces, as well as hundreds of EV charging stations. Modernized terminals have biometric gates for faster boarding. Who doesn't want to get to their plane faster? And a new facility will have all major rental car brands under one roof. And it'll all be connected by the People Mover train. Connect all the terminals, including the new terminal that's opening down the road. Terminal 9. Yeah. And soon enough, forget about bringing your car to LAX. The People Mover will connect travelers to LA Metro. Yep, you heard that right. For more information about LAX's transformation, go to their website, flylax.com slash transforming LAX. That's flylax.com slash transforming LAX. No Sedano. Here we go. Let's do it. Big deal or no deal. You're just like no Sedano without explanation. 
Well, I think what happened is Sedano, I think, went to the ladies' room. He had to go to the bathroom because the last two segments were very long. And I think, you know, he just had to, he really had to go. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Been holding it in for a long time, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Sedano is in the, like I said, he's he's kind of taking care care of some personal business. And now it's time for producer Lindsay with Big Deal or No Deal. All right. So after 15 years in the NFL, it's fair to wonder if Matthew Stafford is nearing the end of his career, especially as the 35-year-old has been dealing with multiple injuries over the past few seasons. Well, the Rams quarterback is not planning on retiring anytime soon, according to himself, because he was on the Pat McAfee show on Friday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it kind of like reaffirmed his love for the game and uh, his desire to keep playing. Here's what he said. I don't think I'll go until the wheels completely fall off. They're uh, they're wobbling a little bit right now as we speak. But, uh, no, I, uh, I love playing this game. I love competing. I love being in the locker room with the guys. Uh, I'll never get that again. So I want to make sure I get as many opportunities to do that as I can. I love this team. I love the, you know, the city. It's been a blast. Obviously, had a bunch of success in our first year and, and trying to duplicate that, uh, you know, either this year, next year, whenever it is. But uh, I, I enjoy playing too much to, to hang it up. So is uh, what... Matthew Stafford said a big deal or no deal, Cappy. I'm going to go with no deal. I'm not surprised. Is anybody surprised? I mean, you know, look. I mean, Kelly Stafford is probably surprised. You think so? I feel like Kelly Stafford wants him to retire more than anybody. I don't know if she does or she doesn't. She seems to really like the fact that he's in L.A., he's in the limelight. That puts her in the limelight. She's got a budding podcasting career going. I don't know. If, if that's really the case. I mean, we all knew Giselle wanted Tom Brady to retire. I'm not so sure that uh, Kelly Stafford wants Matthew Stafford to retire. I think she this. does, based on the fact that last year she, she literally broke down crying, saying like she's afraid that he's going to get CTE. Well, she should be afraid. Right. That's, that's really like a very be. viable um, fear for her to have, especially at this point when he's been playing for so long. She should be. I'll tell you this. If, if they don't win again before his career is over, if they don't have a winning record and his career goes from all these years of putting up stats in Detroit but never winning to one year in L.A. where he won a Super Bowl to then right back to those Detroit kind of teams where you put up numbers but you don't win. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, um, when it comes time, when the people start talking about him for the Hall of Fame, they'll go, yeah, he won a Super Bowl, but he had like one good year. Everything else was bad years in Detroit, good numbers, no wins, and one good year in L.A. You know That's what it. Kelly Stafford's going to do to you? Don't do it, George. Did you just shoot the camera with a Nerf gun? <laughs> I did. Why is she going to do that to me? Because you're disparaging Matthew. What did I disparage? His Hall of Fame credentials. Does he, is, is Matthew Stafford a sure Hall of Famer? I don't think so. I think he is. Um, I don't know. I mean, some people, smarter people than me think so, but I, I don't know is the answer, I guess. Random I mean, side up- note. Mm. Do you guys think that Andrew Whitworth is a Hall of Famer? Yes. I'm just curious. My answer on Andrew Whitworth is- shot the camera is, again, Cappy. My, my answer with Andrew Whitworth is the, the best thing that he has done in terms of like becoming a Hall of Famer is longevity. Right, exactly. Right, but offensive linemen, that's how you judge, well, I mean- Pro Bowls and stuff are in that factor too, but champion he's got championship check, longevity check, Pro Bowls check. And also then joining the media after check. Yeah, but not likeable. very many offensive linemen do that. Not very many offensive linemen join the media? I think not, they do. Not that many. Joe Thomas did. 
Well, I guess what I'm saying yeah, is, is that when you're... Yeah, but not really like the traditional media. Like, I know. There's well, like Mark I mean, Schlera, Damian Woody, and Jeff Saturday. That's pretty much it. I guess what I'm saying is, though, is that when, you're, when you become part of the media after your playing career and yeah. you're likable, that helps you get votes. Yeah. All right, we'll do one more here before we got to take another break. Do you notice it? Do you see it when I'm shooting it? Or like, I do, it but I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, you're shooting the iPad or, or an iPhone, whatever. The iPhone, shooting, yeah, yeah. And you're, you're actually shooting the It's hardware. hitting it every time. It's not really moving it, which is surprising. Interesting. Kind of surprised that you haven't been able to take it down with that Well, that I mean, gun. it's a Nerf gun. Yeah, but it, let me tell you something, George. A Nerf gun can hurt. Hey, George, did you know on Friday... Um, one of the things we talked about was that Nerf guns got inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. No way. Yeah. Like, Nerf guns, really? Nerf, yeah. Yeah, Nerf guns. Nerf we toys, were there, Cap. Yeah, we no, no, but I it. thought it was a Nerf ball. No, it wasn't. It was just like, I think it's just Nerf. I think it's Nerf. Nerf. Yeah, yeah. You mean to tell me every Any Nerf, Nerf product? I don't know. I'll All have to Nerfs. look into it. But let me do my last uh, big deal or no deal really quick here. Because I really want to play this clip, especially okay. because I think Michigan sucks, okay? Whoa. We know this. We, we understand. Oh, yeah. We haven't had this conversation at all today. Okay. So in case you weren't aware, uh, Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh is not dead. Uh, but based on the way that the players and the coaching staff have been acting lately, especially their interim head coach, Sharon Moore, after the Wolverines went over Penn State on Saturday, a lot of people might think that, you know, he's dead or something bad happened to him. Moore broke down crying in the postgame interview with Jenny Taft, uh, dropping some curse words and basically making a spectacle of himself. Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Love you, man. Love the out of you, man. This is for you, for this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just can't. Um, That felt, I, I watched it live, and it felt way over the top. <laughs> just a bit. Just a bit. Um. I mean, I get that he loves him, but it just felt like, dude, like, are we? I heard John Ireland today talking about like Michigan should just leave the Big Ten to threaten to leave the Big Ten and this will go away. And I'm like, they legitimately broke a rule. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, not that we're making this up. Like, there's a legit rule don't tape other people's signals with video equipment. And they did it. This is legitimately Spygate in college football. Like, how is this? I, I, you know, I wish I would have brought this up during crosstalk. I, I, how are you defending this when I have no horse in this race? Okay, um, but to defend this, the blatant breaking of the rules is absurd to me. I saw Lewis Riddick over the weekend, and that's your boy doing the yeah, same thing, saying, saying what I said, which is, guys, um, we all know this happens. You know, we all know science. But you get caught, happens. you deserve ramifications, right, of course, and which is why. Jim Harbaugh should not have fought this three-game suspension. It, it makes him look bad to, to want to go fight this, to want to go have a, I don't know, a restraining order or something like, I'm going to use all they my did. big they money They did. They filed boosters. a restraining order, which I didn't know you could do in these scenarios. I didn't but, know it either. It's yeah. just, honestly, you should take your punishment and go away. Meaning, I, you should be like, okay, look, they busted us, and three games, that's it? That seems like a good, good result for me. But as far as everybody laughing at this assistant coach, I don't know who this guy is. Sharon Moore. But I understand the emotion. That's all. Oh, I'm give me a break. That was a lot. 
Okay. That was extra, bro. Why is he okay. crying? Yeah, what are What's you crying, crying about? about? Yeah, that I didn't understand well, either. What, well, do you, Lindsay, what are you crying about? Well, hold on, time Wait, out. wait, wait. Can I play really quickly? Can I play uh, Stephen A's response to this? Because I agree with him exactly. Okay, go okay. ahead. I don't know why the hell the coaches on national television crying like that. I don't understand. Thank you. It. Why is that? Uh, what are you crying for? Emotion. Stop it. You beat Stop Penn it. State, which we expected you to do. You're going to beat Maryland, which we expect you to do. We'll see what you do at Ohio State. But you got a coach that's still eligible to play to coach in the postseason. Correct. Right? You make it to the college football players, which I don't believe they deserve. Correct. This is not about Harbaugh. This is about the fact that the program allegedly, program. supposedly, according to the Big Ten, program. Mm-hmm. maybe the NCAA, acquired an unfair advantage. Yeah. Why are you being allowed in the college football playoffs if it comes down to that. By the way, if you go back, and we got a break here in a second, but if you go back to um, when they played Rutgers, this stuff surfaced later when this stuff started to really like get, gain steam a few mo- like a few like a month or two ago. Um, you can Greg Schiano, who's the head coach of Rutgers, in his halftime interview was asked about like what's going on, and he implied that they were up to something nefarious during his halftime interview. You could go find it. He legitimately told the sideline reporter that they were up to something, that something's going on that's not right, is what he said. Did he cry? No, he did not cry. Okay. I, who was on with uh, Stephen A that said the emotion? Who was that? Uh, I think it was Teddy Bruschi. Bruschi. Okay. Well, you see, to me, this is Teddy Bruschi gets this. I get this. Stephen A apparently doesn't get it. You guys all don't get it. It's okay. But what is the emotion? Oh, Final segment here on Sedano and Cap on a Monday afternoon. We've got Lit Tuesday coming up tomorrow. Christopher will be in the house. Be exciting. We'll continue. We have we have quite a week, by the way. You know, we got we got Yamava on Thursday. We got the Sunday Swagger broadcast on Friday. So we're out and about this week. Quite a bit. Fascinating. Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to play that. <laughs> well, what are you crying for? Come on, man. I mean, I that was my initial reaction to him. Like, bro, come on. This is extra. Guys, guys it's listen. extra guys. as AF. But mira, lo, mira, mira who gets it. CC, you say you say I've cried. I've cried coaching freaking Little League soccer teams. Because when you are part of a team and you love your players and they step up and do something special uh, and you're facing special? adversity be- because the coach got suspended. Oh, boo-hoo. You got suspended You got suspended because he's a cheater. Yeah. But that doesn't, but that doesn't change the fact that, he's that a the cheater? guy who takes over for him. Also, timeout. He only got suspended from being on the sidelines during the game. He's, right. still, he's still during still, practice. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still coaching. But, you're, but yeah. you're not listening to what I'm saying to you. It's not. It's. I hear what you're saying. He did this to himself. Yeah. I get it. Okay? Mm-hmm. But when you are the coach and you take over and you have your team do something special, which is it's under attack all week long. You know, everybody thinks you're a bunch of cheaters. Everybody thinks that maybe your wins are artificial. And you and your team do something. And again, I say special. You don't have to throw a pass, not one pass, in the entire second half. George, you mentioned their defensive coordinator. But I think Penn State's got one of the top-ranked rush defenses in college football. And they ran them over. They ran them over. So I'm not, I'm not, the the whole crying thing doesn't bother me at all. In fact, I kind of get it. I mean, my goodness, I was bawling my eyes out all weekend as I was going to a Division II college right, football it's game. Your, it's your son. I know, but what I'm saying is is it's it's about the emotion of the moment. And while you guys are all laughing at it, I'm not. I actually feel it. 
I'm not knocking anyone for crying. I'm knocking the, the situation in which he is crying. That's Come all. Come on, no. Yeah, I feel like, it. It's I like think like just bro, like Teddy no. Bruschi felt it, I felt it. Oh, Stephen A. didn't feel it. You guys don't oh, feel it. I feel it. Come on. That's all. Come on. I'm telling you, man. Come on. I love you, Mario, man. Let me tell you something right now. If it were Mario Cristobal, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's awesome, man. What a guy. Oh, he loves his players. I'm just saying. If Mario that- Cristobal got suspended for cheating i would not defend him no but if he was crying after a game because he was emotional about the way crying after a game because you're emotional is not the issue crying after a game because you're you're talking about loving a coach who's put your program in the position that it's in and is blatantly cheating that's different than winning an emotional game dick vermeil cried all the time i defended and loved that dick vermeil cried all the time this is not that no no you're what you're doing is you're saying that he he doesn't have the right to cry because his coach is a freaking cheater, right? But that doesn't change the fact that you're you're a leader of men. They didn't do anything special. Honestly, yeah. I feel like if they beat Ohio State with an interim coach, given the adversity, maybe, maybe I'll give you maybe, that. But maybe. Penn State, come like, on. come on. But Lindsay, come on. You're you're completely biased in the situation. You okay, but I'm not. Sure. What, is, what the hell do I care I about? I am, them? but I'm not the only person that thinks that. I just think it's no. Ridiculous. You you have three people here who think the same thing. And you have one person who's on an island by himself, but that's okay. I can live with that. I felt the. This coach. has nothing to do with you personally, Cappy. No, it really I'm not taking it personal. I'm okay. just giving you my perspective, which okay. is, which is, I felt the emotion because they felt that they did something special. That's all. I've cried at little league games. I mean, oh my god, we just came back from two runs down. I, I oh, guess I it love is. You guys. I guess it is special if they won for the first time without cheating. That's true. Okay, excellent mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. Is that really what happened? I mean, isn't it? I don't know, is it? Allegedly, is it? we will say that word. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Is According it? to the Big happened? Ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their records. So, all right, we're done here, Cappy. Let's get out of here. Great job. Go cry somewhere for sure, you know, Michigan and... Well, I'm going to go cry because I just lost my prize picks because my guy from the Knicks the quickly Lord. can't score my, my 12 points tonight. Yeah. All right. Great job, Cappy. Lindsay, Lauda. We'll talk to you mañana. See ya.